Bell from the team of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio making his monthly appearance on the program. It's his monthly appearance. He's a contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. The conspirator in causing difficulty is Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio. As Dane Perry does during all of his appearances, he provides a first-hand account of a man who secretes disaster. Of course, all episodes featuring Dane Perry include this disclaimer. If you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of that site, do not continue. Do not continue to listen. Instead, turn your attention, please, to Dave Cameron. That's managing editor Dave Cameron's weekly appearances in the program during which he analyzes all baseball. Or, alternatively, lead prospect analyst Eric Longenhagen's fortnightly appearances during which he analyzes all prospects. Now, instead, what one finds here is merely Dane Perry recounting various episodes from the boardroom and the bedroom. Episodes like this brief one. And then I, I sleepily, uh, you know, half open my eyes and I just whisper, dangerous peanut butter. Other such accounts to follow in this conversation with Dane Perry, almost immediately because there is no sponsor's message. If there were a sponsor's message, it would come courtesy SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com, but there is no sponsor's message today. So instead, we move directly to a conversation with a man in the vice grip of fortune. What is it? It is Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? Contributor to CBSSports.com, Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. Goddamn interface app I've ever seen in my life. All right, last podcast period. So let's do it. Let's get it going. We're already 20 minutes late. Let's go. <laughs> Shove this thing up your ass. God damn it. Uh, just a little show. What, what eventually worked for you, Dan? Tried a different browser. Oh, you did? Yeah. This is, what are you in now? Yeah, this is a this is a pro setup you got right here. <laughs> you know, it's not a problem with anyone else except for you, Dane. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. The rest of your guests are <laughs> stupid guests. They are. You know, Dane, I thought I'd find you um, at home in a placid. Yeah. In a quiet place, a tranquil place. I was doing all right for this crap. <laughs> Dane, do you ever? Can I? I'll tell you an embarrassing thing about me. I'm question. I'm curious as to how relevant it is to you. All right. Sometimes when I make myself some yogi tea, okay, and then I read the uh, brief contemplative message attached to the tea bag, <laughs> I find that I'm touched by it. Okay. Is that is that wrong? No, you know, I mean, take your uh, take your uplift where you can find it. I guess you know. Yeah, I think we all we all are made better by teabagging. <laughs> I think that the no, it is. I I feel always a little bit ashamed when it happens, and yet yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe example that uh, that lifted you up on eagles' wings. You want me to give a recent example of one of the quotes or whatever? Oh no! Well, this is part of it. Is it's out of my it's out of my mind within five minutes. Oh, I see. Okay. By the time that the tea is done steeping, 
Yeah. I have no recollection of it. Okay. Well, you know. But I wonder though if you were able to if one were able to populate his or her days with just brief moments like that, yeah. like does that ultimately lead to greater tranquility, a more contemplative life? I should try that. Yeah. Don't do podcasts is what one would say. That sounds like an idle – it's not a threat, I suppose, an idle – I don't know what you're saying. Oh, it's well, a pleasure always to talk with you, Dane. Yeah, well, you know, you burn 20 minutes of it, so – you better, no, no, I don't think I did. I sent it. I sent you a link. Point, bro. And you did not. You didn't respond to it in any capacity. Yeah. Were you what? Were you attempting to load it? I'm sorry, you've got a garbage. And it took you 20 minutes to think about maybe trying a different browser. I'm sorry, you're running your uh, podcast interface on a Camaro engine. <laughs> it's hardly my fault. An iRock Z? What's that mean? Just a model. That was a type, yeah. Is that how you say it? I rock? Yeah. What does it mean? Just declaring that you rock. <laughs> I don't think. Can I rock do, Z? Though. I don't think you got sanctioned to say that because I'm not sure you do rock. <laughs> You're doubting it right now? Yeah, I really am. I, you know, you asked me half an hour ago. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Now, I don't know. I don't think you would have. I don't think you would have thought that at all. Uh, you know, I might have just kept up appearances. Been nice, but. Do we know, do we have any sense of what IROCZ means? What? What does IROCZ mean? What does it mean? I don't know. Try the internet. Well, if you, it's an acronym. If you are somehow doubting that I've been searching this in clandestine fashion yeah. behind your ejaculations, Dane, you are mistaken. A lot of, a lot of sex took place in IROCZ, I bet. International Race of Champions is a possibility? International Rental Owners Council? No, it's not that. Instantaneous rate of change? It could be that. <laughs> Iraq Reconstruction Operations Center? If there's anything that evokes sex at a lake, I think uh, that would probably be the one. Dane, you spent more time in the 70s than I did. I was there for a week. Yeah. You were there. I think you got almost a whole decade in, didn't you? But yeah, the... Uh... The lion's share of the decade I got, yeah. The way... Better days, Stooley. Well, it's interesting you say better days. Every visual representation of the 70s I've seen, it's, seen, it's just saturated with yellows and blues. Yeah. Was it like that then? Yeah, the colors were different then. The colors were different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is actually funny. If you go back even as recently as the 60s, everyone has the voice of E.E. E. Cummings. I'm not sure I know the voice of E. coming. Well, it's just this weird transatlantic or all, all men, all men spoke like, they all spoke like businessmen <laughs> about to close a deal. <laughs> well, they were. Yes, yeah, it's true. I, every, I guess it was, well, I mean, every up to man, the mid 60s. Every man in the 1970s was on the verge of hitting his numbers. <laughs> Never did. But they were all, it was all within their grasp. You got to stay hungry. You do. If you can't hit, you, you, you hit the numbers, you hit a, you hit the numbers that you have to hit, but did, did you hit the numbers you should hit? Well, you never hit the numbers you should hit, so still like, right. not if you know That's what you're cool. doing. My wife and I are watching a, an ITV detective series called Endeavor. The hell's ITV? ITV is a British network. Okay. Mm, and, um, 
It's essentially about the early years of Inspector Morse, who is another uh, detective character from fiction. Okay. His name is Endeavor Morse. And I think okay. uh, I think Endeavor is a great first name. That is. Sounds like, uh, sounds like a Mather brother. Well, that's exactly right, because I was actually thinking about that myself. I was thinking about Cotton Mather, and in particular, probably Increase Mather. Increase Mather, yeah. He was the guy who took care of Did you Did you ever consider Dane, when it came time to name your son, did you ever consider just an English noun or, or adjective? Uh, no, but I should have. What would you have gone with? Yes to that for the purpose of advancing the conversation. No, no, no. You don't have to yes and me, Dane. In fact, I think you spend most of your time. I know that. I know that. I think, I think that uh, contrary to uh, uh, American improv comedians who embrace yes and, I think that you, you like to, you like to utilize no but or no stop. What? Are you familiar with yes and, Dane? Yes and? Yeah. I don't know what the f- you're talking about right now. <laughs> this is this is like uh, the sort of backbone of improv comedy. Oh man, no, I'm not having a comedy conversation with you. No, <laughs> no. it's going to end in some kind of stupid Anthony Jeselnik joke or something. No, I haven't. I haven't uh, breached that for some time. You know that. Good. Good. The idea, though, is that you're supposed to. I, I have no interest in accept the reality that yeah. you can. <laughs> yeah. Say yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Take your improv and you can shove it. What about tremendous as a first name? That's not that's solid. Solid enough. Ad- there is, I believe, Aqua Ad- Jackson. I should have changed his name to that. <laughs> I had- Jackson is his middle name. I assume after your after after your favorite president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, right? he was nuts. Yeah, I've heard you. I've heard you say, if a president has not dislocated an entire ethnicity, <laughs> then I'm not for him. You're on record as saying that, I believe. Well, it's a bumper sticker. I don't know if I've ever said it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it takes up the whole bumper. I mean, it's a large. It's like a banner, I guess. It's all back. <laughs> yeah. You have bunting on your car, yeah. but then <laughs> always. I saw it. I saw recently a, f- uh, a photo. Crooked Hillary loses. <laughs> Crooked Hillary actually is that was that was Edmund Hillary's brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was his family. He only made it to the first base camp. That's true. Yeah. Well, he came out. He came out of his mother sideways. Yeah. That's that's why they named him that. And that, that's another example of using a, an English adjective as a noun. You know, I uh, I do have an adjective story to tell. Okay, it's not really a story. Oh, good. This 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 will be part of our big parts of speech series. <laughs> yes, parts of speech power hour. <laughs> Starting now. Yeah, I like to think of nicknames for players, uh, as you recall from the Not Gruff series. Right. Well, sometimes you will start with a nickname right. and find a player. Yes. Yes. That's generally my way of working. And I, I had occasion to take a nap the other day. And as I was beginning to drift asleep, I may have been asleep or whatever. The phrase dangerous peanut butter 
<laughs> came to my head. And I made a note as I was getting deeper into sleep. I said, I need to think of someone this should belong to in the sports world. Yeah. And I, know I forgot it. But then yesterday, or last night rather, I remembered it. And I didn't know if you had any thoughts about who would be an apt recipient uh, for the nickname Dangerous Peanut Butter. Well, no, I think that this is a great test uh, to see how few people are listening. And <laughs> his, uh, It's just us. Definitely, if this appeals to you as a listener, yeah. um, make a note under the post or uh, I guess direct, direct <laughs> uh, contact us directly. And um, I don't know. I would. You know what this means, Sistoli? Mm-hmm. This means that Nickname Seeks Player has just become a multimedia experience. <laughs> yeah. The the next step is to have a, a virtual reality yeah. situation where the where the participant is sitting right across from an you know a, a, a graphic representation of you, Dane Perry. Yeah, and wakes me up and asks me what nickname I just dreamed of. <laughs> That's how what is this person standing over you in this particular scenario? Yeah, yes, yes. And then I I sleepily uh, you know half open my eyes and I just whisper dangerous peanut butter. <laughs> you mentioned the uh, nap, Dane. Yes. And I would like to say there is little that I regard with uh, more affection in the world yeah. in the whole world than a nap. They they, they are Solid, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like finding it's like finding the um. I, I never played Legend of Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> 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 I never played Legend of Zelda, I but I gather that one has to find certain artifacts and uh-huh. keys in order to get to the next world. But I feel like I feel like this is it's like it's it's like figuring out the whole world in one little yeah. However long you take. What's your preferred length? Do you have a or preferred time of day for a nap? Uh, I definitely like to do it earlier because it mm-hmm. uh, interrupts my precious night sleep if I do it too late. Do you, are you have you if you take a nap too late, will you wake up grumpy? No, I will just not be able to go to sleep at a decent hour that night. Okay. Uh, I will say when uh, when I was younger, um. I dealt with occasional bouts of sleep paralysis. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. This is wait, this is where what you you're sort of in a a half waking state. You wake you up can't... before your capacity to move wakes up, basically. That sounds terrifying. It, yeah, it's not fun. I mean, it hasn't happened in many years, probably thirty years. Mm-hmm. But it would happen a lot when I would fall asleep in cars for whatever reason. Yeah. What about what about if you fell asleep near Catholic priests? Because <laughs> it might not be it might not be any sort of neurological condition from what you're suffering. Hmm. And I could say that because I am a Catholic priest. Yeah, but you'll be editing that out. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I can but, I can uh, own that. Yeah, if, uh, and I uh, maybe a couple of years ago or whatever I. Read the, the Wikipedia entry. I think it was Wikipedia for sleep paralysis. There's probably some mm-hmm. name for it. And uh, 
<clears throat> there was like a sentence that said something like, although the condition is harmless, uh, extreme terror can set in when the condition lasts for several hours. Oh, God. But can you imagine such things, Stooley? What about the first name Marmalade? That's the word of the day for Oxford English Dictionary. Not an adjective. No, no, it could be a noun, I guess, right? Cotton. Well, no. Okay. We're, do, we're doing adjectives. I think cotton actually is a verb, too, isn't it? Can you cotton I, to an I idea? I will not cotton this. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot cotton to that. No. Right. No. And, you know, functions as a... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's useful, that word, cotton. I've never used it. I also also the verb truck is one in which I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like to um, like essentially to let's say like I do not truck in such ideas. Like I, I don't. That's not my. That's not my milieu, Dane. That's not my milieu. I usually use it as a verb to mean got plum run over. <laughs> he trucked that some bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you can – yeah, well, I, that's also very popular. I have a relative – I think it's a relative. Yeah. Who uh, – he used verb – well, I guess it was a verb-noun combination. He's a different person than I am. His name okay. is escaping me at the moment. But he lives in – he lives near Sheridan, Wyoming. Okay. So he uh, <clears throat> he strikes me as a kind of some bitch who might be born free. Oh, he's born entirely free. It's amazing. The the time I met him, he's got a great old-timey name, too, like Ebenezer. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, Ebenezer. He's got a twin brother. Okay. And they they both sort of uh, cornered – this is – Have they ever gotten into and out of a scrape? Huh? Have they ever gotten into and out of a scrape together? Their their lives are perpetually on the verge – both of entering and 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 <laughs> departing from a scrape. I like these guys. <clears throat> no, they live very uh, in the, so in the shadow. Them on the next podcast. The shadow of the, the shadows of the Bighorn Mountain Range is where they live. <clears throat> okay. And um, Mark, we're some coffee, so Stooley. Okay. Th- this um. Ooh, look at that time, boy! What he and his left. he and his brother, they, they were both, or maybe one of them felt like both. They were both. I was sitting on a picnic table. They both had their legs propped up on the the bench part of the the, the the table, and they were cleaning out dirt from under their fingernails with pocket knives. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Their names. They had belt buckles with their names okay. blazoned <laughs> upon them. They felt much better than you. Yeah, and from what. From my recollection, it was mostly apropos of nothing except maybe how I look. One of them said, Carson, are you a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> and, uh, and I – That question uh, uh, is as loaded as the 38 in his sock. Well, actually, uh, one of the things that the – one, the one with whom – at whose house I was staying, he led – he leads during the winter – he leads hunting tours into the Bighorn Mountains, and, oh, wow. and essentially the house was the house was mostly taxidermied yeah. animals. Yeah, that was the preferred uh, decorating 
methodology. Anyway, I said, uh, well, uh, mm, it's I don't identify with one party or the other, to be honest, etc. And then uh, one of them just says, uh, well, you're not answering the question, so you must be a Democrat. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, I would like – I'm laughing. That's what I was doing. I was laughing. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, glad you made it out. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> Dane, did you start re- receiving those issues of Jugs magazine? Yes. That you yeah. said you subscribed for? God, God, cut out several pictures and put them up in my locker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, so, Stooley, how's how's the house going? It's good, Dane. In fact, oh. in addition to naps. Uh, the thing that about which I've Have been thinking most. Have you ever had a tea bag that just advised you to take a nap? <laughs> that would be great. Go take a nap, buddy. Yeah, just put this tea down and you take yourself a nap. Yeah, uh, I've been thinking. Um, I had an interest. Uh, I've uh, since I've been here, I've built a couple. Of, I built a compost bin, Dane, and I built a couple of raised beds, yeah, which I filled with soil. I'm, I'm impressed. I filled one. Uh, that you uh, and again kind of suggests you're not getting enough appreciation at home for that work. <laughs> no, I no, I I built another one since. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because in one of the beds, in one of the beds, I had planted half uh, radishes and half spinach, Dane. Okay. And the radishes they grew up uh, grew up pretty well. They, of course, they grow quickly, and they grew and they grew up very nice. They they. Is it a bit they, early to be planting spinach. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that, yeah. Dane, uh, because the spinach did not germinate. Okay. And I felt fail. I said, is it the, is it the soil? And I said, well, it's probably the temperature because the soil temperature is 75, 70 degrees. It's going to be too hot. That's what we've been experiencing. Well, what, wouldn't you know it, Dan? As soon as the weather began to cool down a little bit, that goddamn, <laughs> that goddamn spinach. Yeah. It germinated, Dan, and I got some beautiful spinach growing up now. That's outstanding, Sister. Yeah. Recently I've planted some more spinach and also mosh. Yeah. Which is a green. It's a it's a cold resistant green. You might know it as corn salad. Okay. I don't. But yeah. Proceed. Well, he was also he's a lesser known Mather brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's corn salad. He's the one that opened the saloon. <laughs> corn salad Mather. <laughs> That's some muck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Put him in the stockade. His, yep. Yeah. His wig's a little underpowdered, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. His magistrate's <laughs> wig's not curly enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, apparently I have not had it, but apparently, you now we parted. We 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 grew it, planted it on um, this mosh in part because my wife, who as you know has romantic notions about Europe and France in particular. Yep. Uh, Love apparently, this, though. what's this? She's lovely. Yeah, right. So she, uh, apparently this is very common at the markets in France there. It, it, it's what you find instead of mixed greens, for example, you find mosh. Yeah, I, I still don't know what it is. No. It's a green. M-A-C-H-E. M-A-C-H-E. Of course. You can Google, you can Google that. What's that? I said, of course it's spelled that way. It should be M-O-S-H. <laughs> M-O-S-H. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. After the pit, after the famous pit. Mosh Mather. <laughs> died. He died young. He died young. Yeah. Well, they don't have that. That's not their accent. No. Well, it should be. No. They probably had, who knows what their accent was like. No. No. Dane, do you think that if there were a biopic made after you, you would be played by F. Murray Abraham? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Why would I, why would I think that? Do you know what the F stands for? <laughs> Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Murray Abraham. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, Murray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that I guy. Of, uh, yeah, the other one. Mather. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he died even younger than Mosh. That <clears throat> oh, was, was a big family. Bigger than you hear. He drowned him. The, um,. Well, what was the uh, what do you think the child mortality rate was in whenever the uh, the Mathers were flourishing in Boston and beyond? Uh upwards of one hundred and thirty percent, I would guess. <laughs> read that and read that in a book. Read that read that on a tea bag. Child mortality. <laughs> I was making tea and I looked at the little tea bag and on the tag it said, "In Cotton Mathers days, the." The mortality rate was upwards of 130%. 130%. I felt better. Not only did the not only did the child die, but it took people with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came out firing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a little musket. Oh, every child was born with a musket. <laughs> yeah, you had to you had to really get clear of that. You have a lot of fire as soon as it It was dangerous business having children then. That was. We have militarized infants. Musket babies. Well, musket babies, musket matter. They will rack up a body count. Yeah. Yep. Not only are they hoisted, but you also are hoisted by their petard. Yes, yeah. Petard is huge. Look at the petard on that kid. Yeah. Yeah, boy, you better stay clear of that petard. Have you ever had an opportunity to suggest that one was hoisted by his or her own petard? Uh, Yeah, I'm fond of that phrase. Yeah, yes, it's great. I I, I think I have used it on occasion. Is this going to be called the Infant Mortality Power Hour? (laughs) Well, at a certain point, having perhaps we've reflected on this before, but I'm never, I'm never not in awe of it. The degree to which the degree to which um, child child birth and child rearing has changed in the last century, uh-huh. right? Because you know I mentioned um, that family. This the the, the, the whoever was lives in Wyoming. They came, that came from a family. My grandmother, my grandmother grew up on a farm in Northwest Iowa, right? And she was one of like twelve kids, right? And like each of her brothers and sisters, like they each had ten. She 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 was on the light side because she had five. Right. Yeah. You know, because at that point you're producing employees. Yeah, it's just it's a labor force. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and kids, of course, are not. You know they're nothing. You're like, going to be killed in a threshing accident. <laughs> it, it, it's. Uh, you learn something from 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 getting from getting in, at least maimed in a threshing accident. <laughs> you learn to get the hell out of the way. If you if you were to if you were to meet two people 
and knowing nothing else about them except that one of them had been maimed in a threshing accident. Uh-huh. Uh, some sort of farm implement had injured them. Not, you know, not, again, not to the point of, of death or brain damage. Just gotten them good. Yeah, yeah, lost a paw. Yeah. Do you think that you would be more likely to get along with the person who who had the accident? Uh, I, they are probably a person of few words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know what would have helped if if some of the words they had employed were, <laughs> hey, don't run over me, <laughs> don't run over me, I'm in the field. Hey, I'm down here. <laughs> Watch out for that thing. You find it's true. Very talkative people rarely do they end up in farm accidents. That's <laughs> one of their gifts. <laughs> Don't drop that beam on me. <laughs> the garrulous farmhand. <laughs> That's a sex move. <laughs> it, is. it is. You don't want to see it. It's hard to. Try it. It's terrible. It's true. Mostly only gymnasts can 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 end up find their way into it. Yeah, well. And most gymnasts, gymnasts are conceived in that position as well. <laughs> the garrulous farmhand. Yeah, you don't want those. No. no. <clears throat> um, yeah, well, what's, what else is nice to do? We've got uh, time is money here. What can you tell me, Dane, uh-huh. about the sort of comments that one finds appended to a, a, some sort of news media article about a cyclist injured in an accident. <laughs> yeah, I think you've done research in this dark matter, and I would like you to to bring it back to those of us who are too afraid to to leave the light. Uh, it is inevitably uh, someone will say this is this is a rough paraphrase of the article I referenced on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> idiot cyclist. Deserved it. Someone will very reasonably respond. Uh, this probably isn't the time for that sort of remark, and you don't know the facts of the case. It might not have been the cyclist's fault. Third, go ahead and vote for Hillary, you sheep. It's pretty much how it went. <laughs> wow. And this is, this is, I mean, I, I read a lot of, Cyclist accident articles, for whatever reason, seems to happen a lot in Chicago. And there will always be uh, – the preface is always, look, I think it's great that people ride bikes. But these idiots are always weaving in and out of traffic. Uh, roads are for cars and all that kind of stuff. I'm not some sort yeah. of, you know, cyclist revolutionary advocate. But, you know, just – but drivers are idiots. People are stupid. You know? It's way yeah, too and I know- driver's license. I know that as someone who uses the roads as a driver and a cyclist and a pedestrian, no. I, of course, you you always under the impression that your mode of travel is the most important when you're using it. Yeah. But I feel most ashamed about the impulses I have when I'm driving, mm-hmm. because I I always I always have the sense that I should be allowed to go as fast as my car can bring me. Sure. You know, legally down the road, when in fact, it's you know. You're good. You already get to go quite fast. It requires no effort. Right. You're not. You know. It's it's almost no effort to drive. Yeah. Um. 
So I'm always a bit ashamed by how I feel. But uh, it's uh, in the list of things for which I feel shamed. Of course, this is <laughs> quite far down yeah, the list. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't crack the AP top twenty-five. No, no. I get, I get, uh, I get. Uh, this is going to make me sound old, but I get. Uh, rarely do I get the urge for violence as strongly as I do when I see people. Like I can identify someone. This like I'll be driving behind them. I can tell by the pattern this mother is on his phone, mm-hmm. and I can pass on the left hand side. And yep, mother is on his phone. Oh boy! Especially like when they come up to intersections and you're walking, and they come right out in the middle of the intersection. And and I am uh, rarely do I get the urge for violence like I do when I see that crap. Mm-hmm. No. I assume it's uh, I assume it's not legal in Chicago. No, it is not. But I mean, come on, yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to drag him from his car and <laughs> feed him with the yeah. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> Here's something you have to deal with as an adult, Dane. You know, I was threatened with a shoe in St. Louis once. <laughs> how, did it, how did it go? It was following two years ago, maybe. It was, I was there for work for a playoff game, mm-hmm. and uh, it was raining, pouring down, basically, and I was fortunate enough to find a cab. This was very late at night, and the cab pulled over, and the guy says, where are you going? And I said, I'm going blah, 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 blah this way. And he goes, no, 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 no. I said, what do you mean? And he said, no, 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 no. And then I, not in the mood for that sort of thing. This is pre-Uber, so cab drivers could do whatever they wanted to. Uh, I uttered a profanity at him. And he pulled over, got out, and took off his shoe. <laughs> and, I mean, this he was probably in his 60s. Mm-hmm. And I said something to the effect of, what are you going to do with that? And he uttered some profanity at me and said, this is my business. I'll do what I want to. And if you speak disrespectfully to me again, I'll, I will beat you with a shoe. And I said something effective. You will do no such thing. You face. And it, it, you know, there was a cop position across the street. So that, uh, diffused it, but I was threatened by a shoe with a shoe by a cab driver in St. Louis. Wait, wait, I'd understand he didn't want to, you 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 gave a particular address or yeah it's landmark? not to his liking I guess he wasn't going that direction yeah. and uh, this was before the market forces of Uber actually forced cab drivers to do their jobs yeah. and he chose not to take me anywhere and I let so did you just get out of the cab then I was displeased what's oh, I wasn't even in the cab he like rolled down the window to say where are you going hmm, that's an unusual uh, course of events yeah i assume you couldn't have been very far from the downtown area though because you were covering the what you covered yeah, i was saying no i was staying at a uh very out like walking distance sort of but not in a rainstorm right so. i'm sympathetic to that dane yeah. anyway it's not yeah. that great of a story but no it's not yeah. no it's not yeah. hmm. you can edit that story out since it went over Poorly. I found out recently, Dane, that I have narrow fascia on my house. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm trying to get some gutters installed and the fascia are too narrow. Yeah. You ever have any? Uh, we're, we're about to the point where I'll start making something to eat. Because <laughs> we're coming up on the hour that I had allotted for this. So uh, if you got something funny to say, you better do it now. <laughs> Would you like to? You know what we haven't done recently, Dane? Is um, we have not we have not visited uh, Emil Chorin. Oh yeah, I think you you always enjoy that. Emmy bomb bombs, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this one, I think that uh, you are frequently impressed by the amount of pathos he's able to generate in in uh, per per word. You say the amount of tapas. Pat, <laughs> he did. I did. In addition to being a gloomy Romanian, he loved Spanish cuisine. <laughs> gloomy Romanian. Oh, talk about an unfortunate sex act. <laughs> Nothing gloomy. Nobody likes that. No, it doesn't. You only use gloomy Romanian to pressure your partner into doing something you really want to do. <laughs> it's a threat more than anything else. It's actually it's 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 a uh, sex mission that that was mostly performed in sanitariums. I think. <laughs> All right, you got two choices: the gloomy <laughs> Romanian or the garrulous farmhand. Oh my God, the garrulous farmhand! <laughs> Definitely, life seems better already. So anyway, here's what, one. What about uh, what about? Well, I'm still translating. I've been translating. I've been translating for over a year now, very slowly. Uh, Chorin's book "Syllogisme de uh, de l'amertume," which, uh, as you remember, means syllogisms of bitterness. Yes. Which, for some reason, Richard Howard translates to "all gall is divided." I don't know. If he, for some reason, saw something meaningful in that. I think syllogisms of bitterness is fantastic. All, I think gall, is, fine. all gall is divided is not bad either, though. No, and uh, gall is spelled G-A-L-L, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, you, you, you sound like a like a like a vampire receiving oral pleasure. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, the gloomy Romanian does it. True. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I am satisfied over here. Right. <laughs> he did love he did love Spanish food though because they do such amazing things with seafood. Time for some sleep paralysis. <laughs> All right, let's well, so Have you ever done? Did, did you were ever able to perform analysis by sleep paralysis? What's that? Uh, were you ever pref- were you able to perform analysis by sleep paralysis? I don't know what that means, but no. Not to know what it is either, but no. if ever you find yourself in the throes of sleep paralysis again, maybe try some analysis. I hope it never happens again. It's not, <clears throat> not pleasant. Definitely wouldn't work. Well, I would analysis. like to hear a report. What? Uh, please do. Don't hesitate to inform me if it does happen. If you will, we'll definitely have a sleep paralysis power hour if it ever happens again. <laughs> well, apparently for some people it lasts that long. Would you be able to talk? No, you can't do anything. You're just sitting there. What? You, you're, can you see? I don't think I could. No, I don't think I can open my eyes. Hmm. But do you feel very... It's basically the video. Do you feel... Video. Do, you feel <laughs> do you feel very drowsy? It's like it's like your, your consciousness... Has woken up, but your body hasn't. 
Like you're awake, okay. but your body is not. But it's not. So it's different than like lucid dreaming or something. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not that. I mean, it's it's there's like a physical mechanism that, uh, in essence, paralyzes your body, so you don't, you know, fall in a ravine while you're sleeping or something. You know. Right. But, but just so, read so Wikipedia is, page. It's not a Wikipedia page. Oh, I see what you're saying. Here's Emil Chorin from All Gauls Divided, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Syllogisms of Bitterness. This is only a three-word – this is only a three-word utterance here. You ready? Yep. And I will tell you that the middle word is italicized for emphasis. The first word's man. Man – man secretes – italicized – man secretes disaster. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. He just had to say it. He sat down. He had to say it. Secretes. <laughs> Presumably, he said Eureka right before he wrote it down. Wanna... <laughs> now, I'm picturing him coming back to his apartment and writing this down because something just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Man oh, secretes disaster. He dropped a baguette in a puddle. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, I was thinking about baking a baguette. Really? Have you ever baked? You ever baked any bread, Dane? I mean, I put bread in the oven. What do you mean you fat? What do you mean you put bread in the oven? Did you make the dough? No. Did you prepare the dough somehow? Get out of my face! No. Why? Why is that strange? Uh, hold on. I'm over here uh, filling up the dog's water bowl. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm just asking you about bread. What do you mean you put bread in the oven? Did you? What are you about like a cold loaf? You bought like frozen dough or something at the store? Dog's water bowl. Tell me a story. All right. Uh, no, I'm not going to go to that kind of trouble. What are you talking about? I'll occasionally make pizza dough, but it's from a mix. You make the dough though, it's, and you roll yeah, it out. It's not like I, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I use the uh, the mixer. Sure. Okay. Well, I was thinking I would like to – it's hard to find a good baguette. Almond flour pizza dough. Is it good? It is pretty good, surprisingly. Okay. That's fine. I love food too. I love eating. I'm not necessarily uh, – I, I don't I don't need haute cuisine. Yeah, this, uh, this is – yeah, this this is what be about children. Oh. It's like the last two things I want to do is sleep and eat. And that's, <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Oh, they're defective. Well, I want to drink too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, sleeping and drink. Those are those are those are like my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. I love it. I love watching the spinach come up through the soil, Dane. That's not bad. Yeah. I could gaze upon that basically all day. Nature's erection. <laughs> I'm gonna put a little. I think I'm gonna put a little cobblestone patio out there. Oh, that sounds nice. Doesn't it? Yeah. And you know what I think I'm going to put on top of the the patio, Dane, is a is a type of table that you'd find at a beer garden. Have you ever seen those types of tables? Well, Do you know what I mean? I've seen many different types of tables at beer gardens, so you have to. Uh... There is a specific sort. I think that maybe they're more common in Munich than anywhere else, but I saw a bunch in Berlin. Okay. It essentially is a beer garden table. If you Google beer garden table. It's this. It's the type you find. It's it's wood painted wood, usually green. Beer um, garden. Yeah. How do you spell table? Yep. You got it. Beer garden table. Yeah. It's, beer yeah, garden. yeah. It's like it's like campground tables or something. Yeah. 
Right, but but it, it's got a metal there, and I put that. I would love to put that table with an umbrella, and I, and you can use it all. You know, three seasons, two and a half seasons, maybe I don't know. Anyway, that's gonna be very pleasant on the cobblestone, or maybe some crushed stone in between cobblestone. Sounds delightful. You ever had a patio before, Nate? Yeah. What material? What material? Yeah. What material is your patio? I mean, it wasn't one of these. Uh, concrete, you know. I mean, concrete. Yeah. Was it? It was just poured concrete. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't. Uh, okay. And wasn't, you. Uh, wasn't fancy millennial patio, but you know. I'm not uh, saying it has to be, but but um, I think a patio is nice. Dick. Trying to patio shame me. <laughs> patio explaining to you. <laughs> Don't patio explain to me. Think <laughs> of this. I'm going to call you out on Twitter. <laughs> this is too least patio explaining me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, if it's not cobblestone, it's not a patio. That's right. Yeah. That's what I always say. Triggered over here. I would love, <laughs> I would love to sit at that table on the patio. Yeah. And look at the spinach grow. Yeah. You great. know what? I mean, that's uh, there is uh, the one thing I do miss about having a yard is mm-hmm. the uh, the drink on the deck or what have you. In fall weather, mm. surveying things growing. It's great. Did you did you do any gardening at your last place? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. What'd you grow? Uh, <coughs> green beans. Oh, that's. Oh, did you have like a trellis situation? No, they were. Uh, you can buy varietals that just kind of grow on the. You talking about bush beans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, had a lot of success with those. Like more than I could handle. Uh, that happens. Yeah, that's, that happens. You do give them away to neighbors or whatever, yeah. or family. Tomatoes. Um, okay. Would you go? Would you have beefsteak tomatoes? I don't recall really. Cherry. No. Grape. Something in the middle. Not as big as beefsteak, but bigger than the small ones. So. All right. So there's some like a medium round, I don't medium. Still, is what I said. There what? I don't really recall. Okay. Okay. Not very big, not spinach. very small. Uh, good luck with spinach. Kale. You grew spinach. Good luck with the kale. Um, yeah, something else, but I can't recall. But yeah, we had we had some garden space and uh, took advantage of it. Stoli. Would you use a raised bed or did you go right into the soil? Uh, both. Oh wow! Three raised okay. beds and then a uh, row along the fence in the ground. That sounds great, Dane. It, it was, I should have asked it you. It was nice. I got tired of watering, but I eventually set up a, uh, uh, rain barrel soaker hose set up that would kind of do a lot oh, of for me. That is great. That is, yeah, yeah. I was, I was uh, so, curious. and you know what's so good about the soaker hose, Dane, is you can, you water, you water at the stem down right to the roots. Mm-hmm. That's right. Cause you, you're dealing with foliage. You don't want to get that foliage. Uh, wet too often because then you got to deal with blight. And what I did was, uh, I ran the soaker hose directly from the rain barrel and left the, uh, you know, the rain barrel valve open. So the rain barrel would not fill up. It would just take the rain and immediately put it to the bed. So there was no overflow. All That's the, great. All the overflow went to the bed. So like... Now, did you have a downspout uh, going up to a gutter? Yeah, I, I uh, cut off the downspout and ran it into the rain barrel. 
That's great. Yeah. I told you though, we I try to get some gutters, but my fascia is too narrow. Okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah. You can buy like these, like uh, for lack of, of a better term, like a collecting umbrella. It's like an upside down umbrella mm-hmm. that you can attach to your rain barrel, so it doesn't require like a gutter going into it. It sort of okay. just okay. collects rain, and yeah, might be a might be a viable workaround for you, Sistuli. Yeah, a hack, if you will. Life hack. Garden hack. Power hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's great stuff. What other garden what tales you, can I share with you, Stuart? You amend your soil, Dane? Did you amend it with compost uh, or fertilizer? Compost bin. Yeah. Nice little compost bin? Yeah. Had a compost bin. Took a, took a long time to uh, convert, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I probably was sure. a little premature in adding it to the soil, but seemed to do the trick. Yes. Love soil. It. Got to replenish that soil, Sisuli. You do. Yeah. 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 You need the microorganisms. I even pondered doing the off-season ground cover that was supposed to replenish the soil. You pondered it. Pondered it. Didn't take. Didn't take the step. Did you consider doing that more seriously, or creating your power rankings of the of the flags of the fifty states? Definitely the latter. Okay, because you because you were very you, you seem to suggest that you were very close to power ranking. It's going to happen one day, Stilly. I don't have a garden anymore. I've got plenty of time for that. Okay. Doing naps and eating. Here is... Oh, I love all those things. Love them. Yeah. Big fan. Yep. All right. Let's... Uh, here's the final topic. What is it? Well, I'm, I'm in the process of reading you some Emil Chorn. Okay. This one's only four words, but it also has an M dash in it. I got a, a package arrived for me. So mm-hmm. really looking forward to seeing what it is. So you're gonna need to hurry up. Well, why wouldn't you open it up on the air? Because I have to. I have to go outside and get it. Well, we could play the. I mean, in a second, we could play the um, FanGraphs Audio hold music, which is actually just the theme song from Taxi. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I. I made a mental note of this, but it's gone. I don't remember where, but I heard I heard elsewhere the Herb Albert song that you use. Okay. Great story. Rest- <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one from Chorn. As I said, four words. Uh, four words with an M dash. The first word is events. Events, Dane. Okay. Events, M dash. Tumors of time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm really trying. I try to find the shortest ones for you. Uh, this is uh, what's the other one that is along those same lines? Leukemia is the garden where God blooms. Or something. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a great one. Oh gosh. Oh, this has the word sex in it, Dane. Okay, give me the dirty. <clears throat> and it uh, it has the word species species capitalized s species. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. A breath of irony in sex perverts its function and changes its practitioner into a species fraud. I'll say it one more time. You can get the whole thing. A breath. Huh? I can't even unpack that one. A breath of irony in sex perverts its function 
and changes its practitioner into a species fraud. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You've, you've been there before. You species fraud. Also more species fraud then. Okay, here we go. This is another one about sex. Oh. The, the flesh is incompatible with charity, Dane. The flesh is incompatible with charity. Colon. Orgasm transforms the saint into a wolf. <laughs> yeah. That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. A wolf. That's that a choice one right there. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> you should just get a t-shirt with that final line on it. <laughs> See what kind of reactions you get. Here is a. I'll do two more for you. This one, this one is just a nice. This is nice. uh, Let's see. Let's go. Losing love is so rich a philosophical ordeal that it makes a hairdresser into a rival of Socrates. Losing love? Is that what it said? Losing love is so rich an ordeal, I believe. Losing love is so rich a philosophical ordeal that it makes a hairdresser into a rival of Socrates. <laughs> uh, and here is the last one I'll read to you. That, that's, uh, that's some elitist right there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, Socrates. If you're going to Socrates, I don't, it's hard to it's hard to compare to Socrates, right? In terms of uh, contemplative abilities, he's a dick. Really? Yeah. I think he was a little bit. Ooh, I can't write anything down. I'm super important. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's the last one. I will. I will tell you that the last word is death. And it is a capital D death. Okay. <laughs> he buries his forehead between her breasts, comma, between two continents of death. <laughs> he buries his forehead between her breasts, between two continents of death. Hubba hubba, look at those continents of death. <laughs> yeah. Continents of death. <laughs> I don't think of them as that. If you... <laughs> Perhaps I should start. If you were to... Uh, not that it, not that any woman uh, would, or at least right-thinking woman, would be like to be reduced uh, to a sexual object. Um, that said, that said, any of us like to be noticed... You know, uh, for our whatever physical virtues we might have, yeah. if you were to compliment your wife uh, for her <laughs> her continents of death, uh, do you think she would be pleased? Uh, I can almost give you a verbatim response. Okay, all right. Ooh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. This is something- okay, Dane. Uh, this this edition of the of uh, your appearance in Vanguard Audio will conclude with you opening up whatever package uh, has been placed outside your door. Like I said before, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I just well, I'm excited to to I'm excited to experience this unveiling with you. No, you see, Sestuli. Yeah. I know Did more you... about what this entails than you do. Okay. I have to go outside. I believe the package is at my back door. I have to go back there and get that. And come back. Okay. I'm not doing it. All right. Is it because it's back issues of Jugs Magazine? No, those are all here. They're in my locker. <laughs> Told you. They should actually. The there is a high end version of Jugs Magazine. It's called Continents of Death <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> All the models are in tears. <laughs> oh, no, that exists. I'm sure it exists. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. This, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> There's no doubt that exists. Do we call this? Uh, do we call this episode Dane Perry's Continent of Death? <laughs> I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Dane Perry's Continent of Death. Well, um, I guess. I guess more minor, more like. Freestanding island chains, close to continents. Actually, uh, in the ma- in the good, uh, in the interest of taste, I may not use the word death. <laughs> in the interest of taste. Well, make not that, to say that I taste. I want you to make that the title. What? In the interest of taste. Dean Perry, in the interest of taste. Yeah. It has to have your name. In the interest of taste, colon Dane Perry. No. Yeah, something like that. Oh, whatever. I don't. I barely care. You barely care. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what do you think? What do you think is in that package, Dane? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I was just pondering that. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure what I've ordered recently. How many minutes do you think it would take you to get to get down there? And I get am it? such a cracker. I lose track of things I've ordered. Okay. <laughs> How many minutes would it uh, take you to get down there? I'm not doing it. Okay. All right. Just a couple, though, right? Yeah, it could be more than a couple. Ass. <laughs> bringing this up for like a fourth time. <clears throat> it's not me, da- you know. W- when I'm hosting this program, I have to act as a, at some level, as a surrogate of the of the listener. Yeah. And I know, I I know that this. I know to what what joy it would bring a listener to you know, to uh, witness this with you. The unveiling. Shut the f*** up, my man. Shut the f*** up. I'm not, I'm not getting the package. Okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to make this any clearer to you. I'm not doing it. Is it because you're free, Dane? Goddamn right. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, look it. The whole time, my wife had left me this. I should have noticed it's a $20 bill with your favorite president right on it. AJ. AJ Bombs. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. (laughs) So-called, his most notable action. How is Andrew, how is Andrew Jackson on our money? Well, he's, uh, how is he on our money? What did he do to get on the money? Everybody back then was terrible. Wow. Yeah. I guess I never really pondered this. I mean, I should have. But, of course, uh, how is he on the money? Hitler's on our money. <laughs> well, that's his pyramid on the back of the... That's right, yeah. 
Is that a reference to something, Dane? Hitler's pyramid? Because you you frequently invoked it. I've never once pursued it. Uh, there was a the last time I played fantasy football, which has been fifteen years probably. There was a team called Hitler's Pyramid in the league. No, okay. That's what it is. I don't know if he. I don't know. I. It was an online league for all I know. It was someone who had genuine admiration for Hitler. So you know. <laughs> Wait, this is this is not like a friend of yours. No, no. This was a totally anonymous online yeah. Yahoo fantasy football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is crook. My my fantasy team name is Crooked Hillary. Oh yeah. And people always say to me, um, "Oh, well, you you know if they're liberal, oh, you you don't like Hillary." And uh, other people will say, "That's right. That's my boy. You vote for Donald Trump." I say, "You guys are all wrong." This is just named after my favorite Hillary brother. <laughs> Everyone loves Edmund Hillary. I like Crooked Hillary. I like Crooked Hillary. Pepe the Frog. Oh, man. Edmund Hillary's middle name was Percival. Yeah, that's a good name. All right. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm, you either say goodbye or I'm hanging up one or the other. What do you think it is, though? What do you think is in I, there? I'm, 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 I will hang up in five seconds unless you say goodbye. Is it true... <laughs> is it true that? In, All right, I, is it true that in Nick that in high school your nickname was Tenzing Norgay? Yep, true. Let's wrap it up. Do, do you want to do you want to do you want to stop recording? Yes, Dane? I do. All right. Well, why don't you stick around for one moment? But in the meantime, Dane, I will I, I will say thank you. I will say you fulfilled your obligation. I will say thank you, Dane. So you say thank you, Carson. You're, you're welcome. That has been Dean Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. I'm Carson Zestuli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio.